Hello, you fucks. It's the episode 110 of the Unprompted Podcast, and I'm checking... I'm not Bill Burr. I, I do this too often. I think I only did this once before, but that's already too often, you know? Why, why, why do it more than once? It's not my opening, you know? So don't be a, don't be a cunt and, and steal other people's openings. I could do, I could do other shits, right? Joe Rogan doesn't have an opening. He has that closing. You know, the fucking music. I'm grasping at straws already for what to talk about. And I shouldn't be because, I mean, there's so much to talk about, right? In life. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with my body? My body's fucked. I am a decrepit old man. My Everything is aching. Everything in my upper body is aching. It's probably because I slept like shit last night and then I tried to take a nap to catch up sleep and I slept like shit right there and I got a and I woke up with a headache because my AC just resonates in not my the AC the central air for the house right through the vents that shit just resonates throughout my entire room because the the unit is right under my room you know right outside that window and then it has like this fucking cranking noise. You've probably heard it if you listen to too many of these. I mean, you've probably listened to too many of these if you listen to any of them at all. But, um, you know, because no one needs to listen to this shit. Um, I'm, yeah, so I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm chilling. I, I cleaned up my room today. I did some. I didn't do anything like heavy. I didn't do like bathroom or vacuum or nothing like that. I, I really just like did laundry. And, uh, actually, like, organized shit and made up my bed for the first time in about a week. Which I... It's a difference, man. You know? It really is. I I picked up shit off the floor, fucking boxes of things that arrived over the past couple days. It's a difference. It really does make a difference. If you feel like shit right now, get up and do one thing to clean your room. Actually, you know what you should do? Make up your bed, because that's the biggest thing. That, that fixes a lot. And you don't even have to make it up that good. Just make it so that it looks good on the surface. Even if it looks like shit under, right? Like, if you're really, if you're really feeling it right now, you know, like life is hurting, make up your bed, you know? Like Jordan Peterson, clean your room. That's what you got to do. Fix that shit. And then, and then maybe that'll give you the little push to do more. And achieve more. I can't wait till his next book. I don't even know how far away that is because Twelve Rules for Life came out what twenty eighteen maybe. Must have been. Must have been twenty eighteen. I think because he became famous twenty seventeen, right or twenty sixteen, and then and then stuff happened. And then yeah, so twenty eighteen. I'm sure. And I read it, and I read it like uh, maybe a month or two after it came. Well, not read it, but I listened to it, audiobook, or maybe a month or two after it came out. And it was really good. I need to listen to it again. Um, you know, cause, I mean, not because like it changed is changing, it's changed my life profoundly. I don't get, I don't get affected by like shit like that, which is a damn shame. I probably should take more stock into into or. I should probably be more motivated by listening to shit, you know, like listening to, or not motivated, but like fucking change. I mean, maybe I didn't, maybe listening to it, I didn't need so much change, I guess, 
which is a bullshit thing to say because I'm, you, you know, I'm probably biased in saying that, right? So, um, yeah, but it, it's this whole thing of, of, of experience versus book smarts, I guess. And I, and I guess I vibe so much more off of experience and like, you know, learned living actions versus the other thing, you know? Um, but yeah, I can't wait till the next book. Uh, so the first book's 12 Rules for Life, The Antidote to Chaos. And then, and then the next one is 12 More Rules. I think he called, I think he already has the title. It's 12 More Rules uh, Beyond Mere Order, I think. You know, so to take from a stable, steady path on, you know, your normal life in the first 12 rules and the second, 12, second set of 12 rules, you know, 13 to 24, those are, uh, those are, you know, to, take your life into the upper atmosphere and fucking do do more than just the, the minimum as the title suggests but beyond mere order mm-hmm. so god damn it stop texting me let me turn off my fucking uh vibration um yeah so uh yeah i, I i'm i'm looking forward to it he he recently came back on the map. I listened to uh, his daughter's podcast. Podcast. I said podcast like I'm fucking Canadian, um, or Boston, Massachusetts sites. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? Am I having a stroke? Oh my god, <laughs> Bostonite is that it? Um, New Englander, right? My my New England came out. It's a damn shame that black people don't have New England accents like that, you know, like the, the like the the stereotypical New England accent. You know, if you're from Philly or Boston or uh, I've never heard a black man with a with a Boston accent, black man and or woman with a Boston accent, like a Boston Boston accent. You know, fucking oh, you want to go down to the harbor? I, I can't do it. <laughs> That's probably terrible. Uh, in my head, it sounds great, but in your head, everything sounds great, doesn't it? So, um, yeah, I don't know. Go get a couple of packies down by the harbor. I don't know. You, I was washing the town. <laughs> I was washing the town with with Ben Affleck and uh, what, what the fuck's his name? Jeremy Renner. Uh, you know that movie that takes place. In Southie, or the fuck, I can't do it. I, I probably sound like I'm just talking normally, with with Boston words. That's how a lot of my impressions end up being. You know, I can't even really convincingly do a British accent because, like, it sounds too. I don't go over the top with any of the things I do, like vocally, right? Because when I do, it sounds fucking stupid, and if I don't, uh, it just sounds like I'm talking normally. You know, and especially since like I don't speak that loudly for the most part, I don't think at least people have told me, you know, so. Um, so, yeah, that, that's that's the whole thing. I, I wish I could act. I say that like I like there aren't acting classes that I can fucking go take. I might do improv or something like that. Maybe not anytime soon, you know, but 
Ah, maybe not improv, because I'm an asshole, and I make fucked up jokes, and I don't know if, like, within those circles, it'd be okay for me to say certain shit, (laughs) you know? Um, If you listen to the past few episodes, I've probably said some wild fucking shit. I can't name them, because to me, they're all normal things to say. Not normal, but they're all, they're all within the scope of things that I normally say. So, you know... I'd probably say some wild fucking shit. Oh. Um. Yeah. Oh, man. This week this week is going to be interesting. This week is probably going to be the most interesting week I've had in months? Four months? Three months? Four months? Four months. I've been here since fucking middle of March. March, April, May, June, July. Yeah, shit. I'm three and a half months, three and a half months in, in Georgia. This is the longest I've been here, ever. By far. Like, doubly as long as any time, any other time I've been here. The longest I've been here before was like a month and a half, maybe. Maybe. That was like last year. You know? Actually, I was here for quite a bit in, uh... Yeah, I was here for quite a bit earlier on this year. Actually, I was here for a month. I was here like almost straight throughout February. I think, right? And then I got back to New York. I spent two or I spent like three weeks. So I came down here late January and left late February. So I was down. So I was back in New York between that time for about three, four weeks. It was less than a month, right? So maybe three weeks. And I got a ton of work done and I got so much fucking done. And I was about ready to move out. I keep saying this shit like, but God damn it, man. I had, I had enough, ah, ah, setback. Fuck. You know? And, like, let me not bitch about it, because everyone, everyone has, everyone literally has the same problem. Everyone's like, ah, man, um, I have to, you know, I lost my job, and my fucking kids got Rona, and my grandpa keeled over with, with Rona and started, like, melting and shit, or whatever the hell, whatever the hell people are going through in this whole thing, you know? And my condolences out to you, but I don't know. I'm not as empathetic as I should be, you know. I'm definitely not as empathetic as I should be. I'm so I'm so goddamn self-centered right now. Probably, you know, like I'm like there's the there's the obvious knowing of okay, other people have it worse, right? And like that's been my life, all all my life, like just knowing deeply other people have it worse. But then not fucking doing anything about it or, or, you know, in terms of my own mindset, really, except for feeling bad. And then once I stop feeling bad, then I start feeling like an asshole because I don't feel bad anymore. You know, it's like cynicism uh, to to an ultimate degree, I guess. Um, So I don't know. But, you know, I guess, like I said, this is everyone's collective adversity. So, I'm not alone in this, and neither are you, I guess, but depending on how bad you got it, you're probably more alone in this than a lot of us, because we don't have shit. A lot of us are staying in a fucking five-bed, four-and-a-half-bath house with their with no one but their uh, dad and sister, chilling, still get to work, you know, when I need to, basically. I got a fucking $2,000 computer I, I get to fuck around on. Uh, 70 like 80 games on steam you know i can still create shit when i need to for the most part right 
It takes a little bit more hoops to jump through, but still. I mean, that's only if I'm doing it on my own. I got time to write, which I hadn't made the time for to do for so long. I had all the time in the world to, to reach out to people. I, and instead of doing that, I spent over two months not doing that at all. You know? Like, not speaking to anyone, regardless if you're a friend or a foe. And I don't have foes. I don't have enemies. Fuck that shit. You know? I'm not that type of... Uh, I hate that goddamn song, uh, that, that Drake song. Got, got enemies. Got a lot of enemies. Got a lot of people that are trying to take my... Enemy. I don't know the fucking lyrics, but that. I was like, shut up, you dumbass. Right? No one has... Who, why are you an adult who has enemies? Are you a warrior? No adult should have enemies. I don't give a shit how famous or... or This is my hot take, okay? I guess. Or it's probably not a hot take. This is probably common. I, you know... If you're uh, an adult... Don't act like a fucking 15-year-old. You don't have enemies. And 15-year-olds don't have enemies, too. They're angsty if they claim they do. You don't have enemies. Maybe you have competitors. Right? Or you have people who don't like you. But you don't have fucking enemies. This isn't a goddamn anime. Okay? Okay, the Joker's not trying to fight you and take your take your shit. It's, it's not. Let's not do this whole thing because it, it's it's so it's so like self-aggrandizing. I think to say I have enemies, you know, like as an individual person, no matter how famous or whatever, to say you got enemies, you know. Like, unless you have literal assassins out to get you for some shit that you, that, that was like some beef and history, not beef, because beef is bullshit, okay? I don't give a fuck about beef. Beef, you could eat that. History, like actual history, like actual shit that y'all have gone through, that there's no reason to end it amicably, which I disagree with. I'm very much a pacifist, peaceful, nerdy punk boy, you know? Which is, I don't know if that's contradictory. Actually, no. In my philosophy of what punk is, it's not contradictory to be, to be to be peaceful and punk. You know, I think that's the whole idea of it, right? I mean, it's fighting for peace, but whatever. It, but, like, this whole thing of fucking enemies, are you goddamn out of your mind? This dude is worth more than most people on Earth, and you have enemies? Not just worth more, but you you, you can do anything you fucking want. You know, maybe that's what breeds on breeds quote unquote enemies. But I don't know. I don't. I don't like that shit. It sounds so goddamn like self-aggrandizing and self-righteous. Oh, I got enemies. I got people who don't like me. How the fuck did I get on this? <laughs> I talk about Drake. I talk about Jordan Peterson. What the fuck? What, what was I saying before I got on this? Oh yeah, the fact that I don't. Uh, I, yeah, I'm less empathetic about shit these days i really wish i could be more empathetic you know i don't know man i don't know i i went on a whole tangent about that enemy shit i don't know where that came from do i have a problem maybe i have a problem maybe i got the enemy within you know and the enemy within myself you know shout to batman telltale series the enemy within that that's what's called right i think i can't remember I got passionate about that shit, too. <laughs> oh, man. 
I want to talk about screenwriting for a bit. Not because, like, there's anything super relevant in my life that's more relevant than normal in screenwriting. Actually, maybe there's one thing. But I, it's been on my mind, obviously, if I want to talk about it. I'm reading a, I'm reading a project for, from a dude that I haven't actually heard from in a while. I mean, maybe he's probably reached out, but, like, it's a, it's a dude that I've... Uh, uh, he's, a couple, he's a few years younger than me, right? I think he's just starting college. He's my sister's age, right? He's just starting college uh, this this semester uh if rona permits right um i used to talk to him on reddit over you know pms on reddit uh years ago a couple years ago i like i've been on reddit but i don't i haven't checked messages in a while i have quite a few messages and i just don't i haven't checked it in a while um i don't even comment on reddit anymore you know like, I'm thinking, sometimes I think, ah, I'm a comment, and then I fucking don't. Or, like, I write out this whole thing, and I'm like, ah, I don't want to check back and then have to type more shit. The thing I hate the most is typing on my phone. It really, I really fucking hate it, you know? That's the, that's one of the main reasons I don't like, I don't like really writing from my phone, you know? Like, if I was okay with it, fine. But the most I'd ever write from my phone at a time is maybe a, a page per hour. But, I, I mean, no, let me not say that, because... The most I write at my desk at a time is a page per hour anyway, because I, I am such a goddamn perfectionist. Uh, uh, nah, let's not say perfectionist for that. No, nah, let's say perfectionist. I'm very slow to, to write, but anyway, um, this dude hit me up on Insta recently. If you, if you hear me, if you listen to this shit for some reason, you know who you are. Um... Uh, and he had me, and he's having, uh, he had me, uh, uh, he asked me to, I, I'm delighted to, I like, I like doing shit like this, but he asked me to, to review one of his projects, um, they, they, they just wrote, and he said he's gonna rewrite it anyway soon, but he wanted, uh, he was, thought it'd be useful, and I think it's useful as well to get a, an opinion on, on the revisions that he wants to make, right? Um... I started this shit, it's 7.56 in the, in the evening, right? It's still bright out, so it's hard to say night, you know? Um, but it's not 6 o'clock, so you can't really say day. It, 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 whatever, it's 7.56 p.m., okay? I started reading this shit at, like, 11 a.m. today. I have yet to finish it. It's 74 pages, right? It's supposed to be a pilot, first of all, 15 pages too long, um you know, basically, already, 15 pages too long, um, I'm not here to shit on this thing, you know, because it's, like, between, uh, him and himself, right, so when I send back the stuff, I'll, I'll, I'll try to finish reading it tonight before I knock out, and then, like, write something up, um, you know, but I've been, like, going through this, through the, through the file, and just, like, correcting some things, and, like, giving my opinion, well, not really correcting, well, correcting some things, and critiquing others, um, Correcting things like in terms of format and pacing and stuff, and then not like writing out new shit, but like really just can't or like crossing out shit. Um, he's a lot of parentheticals. So let me just say, if you're a screenwriter and you use a ton of parentheticals, please know when to use them. Yeah, I mean, and also don't use them that much. You know, unless you're directing it yourself, but then you still got to put put into like keep in mind actors, actors. Actors, uh, uh, what the hell is that? You heard some, I heard some barking in the woods. Um, 
actors tend to, uh, you know, want to inform the, the performance on their own, you know, like influence it as much as they can. I, at least it's been my experience talking to and working with and listening to actors. Um, so, uh, yeah, if you're going to use parentheticals, know when to use them, right? Please don't overuse them. There should not, there, there is no reason for there to be a parenthetical in every dialogue in like basically every, uh, 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 dialogue line, you know, this is not necessary because we don't need to know every single emotion that goes for every single line. And there shouldn't be a different emotion for every single line. I don't think, I can't think of a reason for it. You know what I want to read? I want to read one of, uh, Yorgos Lanthimos' uh, uh, screenplays. If you don't know who he is, this is not a, uh, magical spell from Harry Potter. It's a director. I talked about, uh, I have an episode a couple, a couple days ago titled Yorgos Lanthimos. I was talking about a couple of his movies, right? And watching his movies, I doubt that there is any parenthetical, like, in this, in, in his scripts, I doubt he uses any parentheticals. I doubt it. I heavily, heavily doubt it. Because, first of all, the performances are very, very deadpan. The delivery, all of it, is super, super deadpan. Right? So it doesn't rely on, oh, he's angry. Oh, he's fucking uh, wispy. Oh, he's, you know? It, it doesn't rely on that. And the way, and I imagine, like, without having read it, I imagine the way he, he writes, or, or whoever writes the screenplays, I imagine... Um, the way they write uh, very much plays into the way that the f- that the the film is directed and and shot and acted. You know, just because like I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of it this way. You can inform so much of the vibe and tone and emotion of a scene, specifically in between people, just off of action line alone, without like using a ton of description. There's so much ways to do it. And I do it all the time when I write, you know, like, you know, simple single words can inform an entire page. Like, like oftentimes what I do when I write is I'd have a single word as a line, you know, um, fucking awkward. Right. And that describes not only just the last couple lines, but also the next few lines after that, because, you know, you're playing off of human human interaction emotion if you write awkward and then space next line that awkward that stands out that 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 takes on its own life in within the page so when you read the next when you read the next line you're reading the line of a person especially if you've described them and characterized that person well enough early on when you introduce them the way that they, whatever they say is going to be very much a response, a human response to the feeling of that, of that moment, that awkward moment, or you know what, that angry moment. And and for certain things like that, right? Awkward is something that I, that I, that I use relatively often. I've used it probably three, four times across all my work, right? Actually, no, maybe not that much. Maybe, maybe twice, you know? It's not, not a ton. I haven't used it a ton, but I, but I remember the instance that I used it, uh, that stands out the most was in the last punk on earth, which if you haven't read, hit me up if you want to read it. Um, you know what? I think I'm a, I think I'm a send in the script to, I, I, I have a friend, uh, critiquing it right now. Um, 
he'll get back to me whenever. But I think after that, if I do another revision, I'm going to send it in. Um, I'm going to send it into uh, that podcast, The Green Light, that I, that I mentioned before. When is the next fucking episode? I think it's today. I should listen to that. I don't usually listen to podcasts when I'm home. Uh, because usually if I'm, I'm... I mean, except for like Joe Rogan because he's video. Um, you're not, he's not on Spotify yet. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, I, I think there's like, you can inform so much of the thing. And it's not like I use that for everything, right? I don't use it for like an angry moment. You know, someone's pissed. I don't, I don't use it like that very much. But in the action lines, I would write something like, um, let me think. Yeah, I'd write something like, okay, uh, uh, Michael looks at, at Jonathan, right? Or Michael, uh, 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 fucking stares at Jonathan, you know, hard, period, uh, 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 pissed, period, next line. Because, like, that, that, that adds a lot, and it's better than putting in a parenthetical, because a parenthetical, that really does break the flow of a, uh, of a project, you know, it really does break the flow, and it really broke me out of the flow of reading this one, I'll, I'll be super duper fucking honest, you know what, I might send this, send the kid this podcast <laughs> to listen to, just to understand my, my reasoning for crossing over so many of the parentheticals in the project, because it really took me out of it, and it took me way too much time to read and critique, uh, I'm, I'm about 50 pages in, in the last 10 pages, I've been kind of skimming because I'm like, oh, gosh. You know, it, it, become, it becomes a bit of a slog once you get to a certain point, right? And then let's not, talk, let's not even talk about story because story is a whole other thing, right? And not even story itself because the story, the story of his project is fine, right? Like a story could be fine, but the structure of the story could be terrible. And I'm not even saying like do three act. I'm not even saying like basic three act structure, even though basic three act structure uh, uh, works out like for the most part in informing the rest of the or 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 uh, not informing, but structuring the, the project properly. Right. Like I'm not saying to divert heavily from it or do or use it incredibly specifically, but no one to do it. And also the project is just, you know, things are happening. And, the, and one big issue I have with so many projects is this happened, then that happened, then that happened, then that happened, and then that happened with no causation or correlation or anything like that. You know, like something new pops up and it's not organic or, or explained within the uh, within the uh, project itself before it happened. And fine if it's not, but it's not explained after that either. And, you, and, and having to wait very long for something like that to be explained um, you know, there are certain, there are certain nuggets you have to give your characters or not, not give your characters, give your audience. So like there are certain nuggets you have to give your audience while also giving, while also allowing them to come up with questions of their own, you know? So, I mean, when I use the, the, uh, let me use the, the opening scene for my passion project, right? Uh, which I, you know, which has been relatively unchanged since the beginning. Um, like a lot of things with it, within it, has changed the structure, the tone, all of it, the dialogue, what actually happens, like the the minute details. But basically, it comes down to a kid, a rich kid, goes into a 
into the alley of a poor urban neighborhood um, um, and, you know, tries to fucking pick a fight, basically, right? Um, You know, and it sets up a ton of a ton of things. Right. But one thing, you know, but that that's that right there has a quick plot to itself, like a quick little story to itself. A kid goes in and does this thing. Now the question come up, why is he doing this thing? Why, you know, why is a rich kid specifically doing this thing? Why is he going to this neighborhood? What is the neighborhood? What are the, what are the people that he's fighting? What are they doing to this poor woman or man or whatever the hell? Uh, uh, why does he have a gun? Why does he, uh, you know, like, why does uh, the gun not work uh, when, when, you know, like, why is this dude bulletproof? All this stuff. Then you realize, okay, superpowers and superhumans exist. Uh, fucking, um, uh, pre- let me preface this, is not a super, super superhero story or super villain story in the traditional sense. I want to put that out there because I always, it comes across as it, um, when I was described it, when, but when you read it, you realize it's not that, not so much that, but, um, you know, you realize it's a superhero story. There's some sci-fi elements to it. Um, this world is dark and drab. This character is very, in a way, heroic, but also very stupid. It establishes all these things without going deep into lore. And you don't have to go into lore. You don't have to drop a bunch of words that people don't know. You don't have to do a lot of that, you know? And, and then, because here's the thing, the, the issue comes, now they have to remember these shits from the first few pages and the teaser before the before the credits. And, and then take that and remember it for the rest of uh the rest of the the duration of the thing and then finally when things start to get explained you're like oh 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 but by that point you're already lost shit and you've lost because you're putting you you're having the audience put too much energy into keeping track of the project versus having them experience it and and learn things and ask questions in the uh in the over the course of the thing you know that's one of the problems I have with like, uh, with like, um, let me think with certain, with certain things. That's one of the problems I have with, with like fucking really, really complex. That's why I don't like fantasy so much, you know, like I do like fantasy, but uh, I, sci-fi for me reigns supreme in my mind, sci-fi and realistic fiction, because I mean, there are, you are still world building within it, but there are certain confines you have to build with it within Mind you, my favorite show, for sure, of all time, uh, is already beat Young Justice at this point, even though Young Justice is like a mix of sci-fi fantasy and is my favorite, like, probably my favorite, uh, uh, I don't know. It's definitely up there, right? But Avatar, the Avatar world, Avatar, you know, Last Airbender and Legend of Korra, both of those together make up my favorite show of all time, you know? Um, I can't separate the two, and I've said that before. But what they do so well is is balancing it in a way where it's not overwhelming. You get little nuggets and and the questions that are that that you're. The thing is, actually, to be honest, you're not asking a ton of questions throughout this throughout the series. I don't think, you know. Like especially since this show is pander is is made more for for children. You know, at least the first show is is made definitely a lot more for the younger audience. Um, so a lot of things are spoon fed. Right, but it's not spoon-fed in a way that's boring, um, you know. So I don't know. It, it's it's all this. Um, I'm 30 minutes in. I feel like I should. I feel like I want to keep talking. You know, it's a nice day. 
Uh, what, what else? What are we gonna do after this anyway? I'm about to go eat. Um, and probably watch a movie or or start on this project that I got to do for this podcast client. Um, I mean, I think I'm gonna start on that tomorrow anyway. Uh, provided I gotta work with my dad tomorrow. Um. I mean, I'll probably start on it tomorrow anyway, because, I mean, by the time we get home, we get home relatively early, for the most part, uh, the past few days. So, I don't know. Or I'm going to probably fuck around and play some Forza and watch watch some YouTube videos, uh, as I always end up doing um, when I say I'm going to go be productive. Not always, but in the past few months, um, you know. I've been actually, as a matter of fact, I've been relatively good about about like staying productive. I think, you know, relatively. Even though I'm in between creative projects right now, I feel pretty good that 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 like for the most part, I've won out most times. Uh, uh, in wanting to do proper shit, you know, like actual productive, fulfilling shit. That's not just playing Forza. And by and mind you, Forza is the only game I've been playing. <laughs> I haven't even touched RimWorld in a while, and I feel like shit. Like, why haven't I touched RimWorld? You know, it's probably just because it's so big, and I know when I get when I start it, I'm gonna get sucked in again. And then that's when I'm gonna start losing out to to my own urges. You know, quick dopamine rush. I don't know, but um, but yeah. I think I'm gonna call it uh, for now and go work on this thing. Um, or, or no, work, work either work on this project, watch some movies. I need to watch more movies. I really do. I miss movies. I haven't really like outside of before having watched uh, uh, the Killing of a Sacred Deer. I hadn't really watched movies for a few weeks, or TV for that matter. I mean, except for uh, Avatar, of course. And then my dad finally re-watch, uh, finally got to watch uh, uh, Uncut Gems, so I watched it with him. Um, so yeah, but uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna watch some movies tonight. I don't know what I want. I I, think, I know I want to watch The Lighthouse. I just almost choked my spit. I'm laying down on the deck right now, <laughs> like face up, legs up, like in fucking uh, John Collis gynecologist's office stirrups on the post fence post I'm a weirdo man let's call it